I like to say hello and welcome you. Good day, that is my name. Come here and sit down. I'm so glad you even really truly came. We can even go and take a walk or something like that. Or something like that. Hello. Hi. <laughs> I'm Brennan Klein. I'm Dave Bloom. And welcome to the first episode of Cast Party. Cast Party. Um, this episode is going to be all about introducing ourselves, but yeah. we need to introduce ourselves before we can even do that. Cool. It's a double introduction. Yeah. It's, it's introductionception. That's exactly the joke I was about to make. It's the joke everyone makes, but Inception is not that complicated. And also, yeah. Also, yeah, tenant <laughs> number one of our show is going to be a freewheeling pop culture discussion podcast with lots of tangents like the one you just heard. <laughs> exactly. How good that we did one right away. That's it's really good before people even know who we are. Yeah. It just really establishes what we're working with. <laughs> um I'm Brennan. I'm a professional media writer for blumhouse.com. Mm-hmm. I write about horror movies. This podcast will not be about that because I'm sick of talking about them every day. <laughs> I need an outlet. Yeah. And who are you? I'm Dave Bloom. I'm a professional drama teacher. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, that's what I do. Uh, do you have any students who perhaps are media luminaries? <laughs> I do. I have a student you may have heard of him, Brennan Klein. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> my name. <laughs> it's crazy okay. how that happened. Yes. I was Brennan's teacher at one point. Yes. Um, that's why he's so great. But now I'm old enough that we can hang out and it's not weird. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. We passed that a while ago, I think. Yeah. Um, the the crushing wheel of time passes mm. us all. <laughs> yes. Anyway, um, we had I come to the drama room to hang out sometimes. I, I mean, I probably shouldn't admit to this on the podcast, but I, I guess sneak onto campus during school hours <laughs> sometimes to say hi. You could just say that you checked in at the office. Yes, I ch- I checked into the office. I'm yeah. just very dramatic, so I called it sneaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You checked in. That's fine. Yes, I checked in. Uh, but we, when we hang out, like before a show or after a show or way too late after a show way in too the parking late. lot, that was ridiculous. Um, we've have like these really interesting conversations about pop culture mm-hmm. because Dave has this really thorough knowledge base. Yeah, it's, it's sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's too thorough. It's so dumb. And anyway. I won't necessarily have seen everything that Dave talks about. But I at least have a working knowledge of the people who made it yeah. and what it means because I've studied film and I'm interested in pop culture and mm-hmm. I'm pretty thoroughly versed in all of that stuff. You're also really good at smiling and nodding and making it me feel like you know what I'm talking about even though I'm off on a tangent. It's true. Yeah. Yes, Dave. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> Very good. No, I mean, it, it partially comes from me not wanting to fail at anything, so I pretend I know everything. <laughs> That's how I get jobs. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, pretty good. one one thing uh, you wanted to this show to make clear did is you, that did you say make or bake? Are we both. gonna bake something while we're yes, doing this? It's awesome. the Schrodinger's cat. It can be whatever you want. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, I'm pretending I know what that reference was. Uh, you didn't watch the first season of The Big Bang Theory and none of the other seasons because that's what I did and that's how I learned what it is. Aha. Um, it re- I'm not gonna get into it. It's too much. I'm sorry. Okay. I apologize. It's okay. Um, but we wanted to make clear this is not a review show. 
yeah. we're not reviewing movies or TV or whatever. We're talking about them, yeah, and we have opinions about them, mm-hmm. but our opinions don't reflect whether or not the movies are good or bad. The movies are just movies. Yes, we are not critics. Critics are the enemy. So we are people that want to create things or help people create things. We don't want to uh, talk about how... I don't know how artistically valuable something is or whatever. Or tear people down. Yeah. We want this to be a positive experience. Yeah. Or, yeah, I mean, I just saying we might express certain negative opinions about certain people. But right. That's our opinions and they don't reflect any value judgment on a person or a creator. Yeah. And if you have the opposite opinion, that doesn't mean that we think you're a bad person. I mean, maybe we will, but. Most of the time. But we'll be wrong. Yeah, we'd be wrong. But yeah, I mean, if we're being, if we're ever talking about what we like or don't like, yeah, it's not with like an eye towards like, I would have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Prejudice of some kind. It's based on like, did we enjoy it or not? Yeah. And question, I didn't actually ask you. Uh, I assume we're going to be like PG to PG 13 rated podcasts or. What? What's going on? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I just had a really strong urge to... Say a bad word? Yeah. A naughty word? Some yeah. Some profanity? Yes. I, I mean, I'd like it for my son to be able to listen to yeah. this if he wanted to, and he's seven, so PG-7? Is okay. that a thing? Um, I guess. So we can say poopy a lot. He'll like that. I mean, I already do, so it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I don't really... I was going to make a joke that was inappropriate. <laughs> Um, but I don't really curse in my daily life that much anyway, yeah. so I'm pretty cool with that. Yeah, you're pretty boring that way. I know. I'm great <laughs> and wholesome and totally um, perfect for children. Yeah, I've, uh, I'm not. Okay. Great. Okay. <laughs> um, so what we wanted to do this episode, we're not going to do lists or whatever every episode, but I wanted to introduce ourselves by talking about our top 10 favorite movies. Um. We're both very nervous about <laughs> yeah. committing to these lists. Yeah. So also want to make it clear that this is how we, maybe not even how we feel today, how we yeah. felt yesterday. Or um, at some point. Yeah. Just it's a list of 10 of our favorite movies. It's yeah. not necessarily definitive. Yeah. And like favorite, not like we think these are the best movies ever, but these are just things that we enjoy. Yeah. Like I could have put on Breathless, which is a French new wave film that I really like. Yeah. But I'm not trying to press anyone here. <laughs> yeah. I I'm I had to take all the the movies out of my top 10 list that I that were there just because I was like this is like a film that people yeah, would like, like Saving Private Ryan's got to yeah. be in here. Schindler's List. No. I mean, those are good movies. I just those aren't favorites. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like these are personal things that I just hit the microphone really hard. I'm I sorry. Hope, I hope it didn't make a loud noise. I'm sure it did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure it's fine. I didn't really hear it. Okay, good. Um, but yeah, so there's that. Also on my list, I highly tried avoiding just listing horror movies because that's very much what I like. So I tried to bring in other genres. Good. That That's a stretch for you. No, look, the, <laughs> I want, I wanted to, part of the reason I want to do this show, one, I wanted to hang out with you. Yeah. Two, I have so many other interests that nobody ever knows about because I don't get to talk about them. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of understand what that's like. Being a drama teacher, I feel like people don't think that, like, the women I work with constantly come up to me and are like, ooh, I saw a play. And I'm like, cool. 
Let's talk about the Warriors. <laughs> yeah, like I want to. Yeah, I'd much rather talk sports or uh, anything. Um, but yeah, full disclosure, we will not be talking about sports because I cannot hold that conversation. <laughs> I'll just I'll, I'll talk about sports and you smile and nod. Okay, great. Yeah, I'll smile. I'll clack my teeth together as I smile so they can hear it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I don't know if they got That's that. That's real gross. Don't do that again. They need the people need to know. <laughs> the four people that end up <laughs> listening to this, which will be my son, my mom. My mom won't even listen to this Look, anyway. I have a mom too. Yeah. And a son. <laughs> you don't have a son, Brendan. It's you in have the a son? Sky. I, I see got it. Every it. Day. What a well, awful pun. That was and, terrible. Okay, whatever. But anyway, what I'm saying is my official favorite film is a Spanish horror movie that I will not be talking about during this list because oh. I hate having to explain it. So these are yeah. things that I'm not trying to impress people with. These okay. are things that are things that, well, most of them are stuff that you probably have heard of. It okay. was my goal. Okay, cool. But also movies I really genuinely love. Yeah, right on. Do you want to start at number 10 and work our way up? That doesn't bother me. I don't know that these are in any particular order. Okay, so great. Don't worry. I'll just say them as though they are, and okay, then we'll deal great. with it. But uh, yeah, that's fine. I love numbers and lists, so mine are in order. Yep. But that's just me being compulsive. Yeah. Speaking of compulsive, your shoes match. and I'm. Are you worried about it? I don't know. I, I, I kind of don't know how. I don't know when you went away from the mismatched shoes. Honestly, neither do I. It kind of died because the shoes got really old and gross. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have money to buy new ones. Yeah, that's an expensive habit. Yeah, it really was. I used to I used to wear mismatched Converse in high school every day. Every day. And I had like, I accumulated pairs over Christmases and birthdays. So I had like 10 different colors I could mm-hmm. work with. But first of all, it's, you know, just regular hubris. There is a limit to how many... Co- I don't want brown Converse. That's gr- They make brown Converse? Mm-hmm, That's and they're terrible. not good. They don't mix with anything. No. So, like, I have blue ones that are nice that I wear at interviews and stuff. Yeah. I have black ones. Okay. I have rubberized ones for weather. Oh, okay. I didn't know they made those. That's cool. Uh, Not really, but, like, you can oh. find them on the, okay. on the dark web. <laughs> on the dark web. Yeah. No, I got it at, like, a Converse, like, actual factory store. It's, like, one of those mm-hmm. special dumb things that oh, okay. happens. I know what you're talking about. And I have Nikes. See? Tangents. Let's talk about our <laughs> list. Let's get back to movies. Okay, so... Which one of us is starting? Is it me? Uh, you should start. I'm excited to hear your list. I don't know anything about your list. Okay, so um, my the first movie I have here is Catch Me If You Can. The one w- the one by Steven Spielberg. <laughs> yes, good old Stevie Sp- Spiles. <laughs> That's my nickname for him because, you know, I went to theater school. I'm allowed to have yeah, that. Yeah, ju- just like Steven Spielberg did. <laughs> yeah. I actually went to the same film school as Steven Spielberg, uh, the one that he dropped out of to make you know, good movies. Yeah. And then honorarily return to. Yes. So, uh, catch me if you can. I show it. It's like, you know, how you had that teacher in high school that showed a movie, uh, a lot. I don't do that, but that's a movie I show, even though it has zero to do with when I'm teaching English. Um, I really like it. I mean, the script was written in English. There we go. You got it. Yeah. That's my connection. (laughs) By the way, to all the future English teachers out there, a really good idea is to get a nice uh, catalog of movies that you like. The English are... Patient? Not that one. <laughs> My Fair Lady. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. I used to think those movies were the same thing, so that's just kind of what I was going from. What? When the... I was a kid. How can you think those two things are the same thing? Well, because in the My Fair Lady, he teaches her how to be fair. Yeah. And like the Ryan and Spine falls mainly on the plane. And yeah, I thought that good. was the English patient. I thought she was the patient and he was teaching her she English. Teaching her English. 
I still don't know what the English patient is I about. I don't know either. And the English patient is an example of the kind of movie that will not be on either of our lists. It that, is. That's why I already like this podcast. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. Uh, catch me if you can. I think it's fun. It's got, like, heart. And there's a lot. There's, I mean, Tom Hanks has one of my favorite lines of all time that I, we've now decided we can't say on this podcast. Oh, no. Do you know the line I'm talking about? Not Do you know that movie? My- <laughs> Brennan Klein. I saw the one act play Burning that was Klein. adapted from it. Okay, so and I think I've seen the first forty minutes okay. in one of your classes, but then the that, bell rang. That makes sense. There's a line where he says, "Would you?" He says, "Would you like to hear me tell a joke?" And he has a really awful like New England oh, accent in it. Okay, <laughs> which I kind of love. And he goes, "Knock, knock," and they say, "Who's there?" And then he says, "Go f yourself." <laughs> And it's one of my favorite lines of all time. And they and it pays off later. They he because he f's himself. No, <laughs> no. One of his bosses is like being a jerk to him. So he says, "Would you like me to tell a joke?" And they say, "Yeah, sure." And he goes, "Knock, knock." <laughs> and then it cuts away. And I'm like, uh, okay. "Oh, it's such a great little thing." But I think it's my, one of the only movies that Leonardo DiCaprio's been in in a while that I enjoyed because it's not just heavy. Uh-huh. He's really good in it. It's fun. He's not covered in snow and eating a horse or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Being raped by a bear. Yeah. God. <laughs> it's the greatest thing that ever happened in pop culture was they had to come out and say, he does not get raped by a bear in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't think you'd have to make that statement about a Leonardo DiCaprio movie? <laughs> oh, God. Like, it's, it proves, like, how kind of ridiculous everything around that movie was. It's like, I heard he really got raped by the bear. <laughs> It's he's not CGI. He's, he's, it's me- he's a method actor. Yeah, he really let that bear have its oh, way with boy. I have a rant about method acting that I will save oh. for a future episode. Yeah, that may come out of me at any point. Um, yeah, so uh, catch me if you can. I mean, one of the best things about it is all of the women in it, because um, it's like 2001, it's early 2000s. Uh-huh. It's all the women that play opposite him are go on to like these amazing careers. It's like Elizabeth Banks, Amy Adams. Jennifer Garner, who I think at the time was kind of a thing, but she was like uh-huh. TV on Alias. She wasn't yet part of the Benefer Part Two or whatever happened. There. Oh yeah. Um, and then oh, there's another one. Oh, um, Grey's Anatomy. Whatever that chick's name is. That was super mm. sexist, but I don't care. <laughs> well, is is it Meredith Grey? <laughs> yeah, that girl. But what her act? Ellen Pompeo. Did that? Am I right? Whoa. I, I think you are. That was amazing. But, but like, she's in it. The thing is, second. she got trapped in that show. Yeah. So she's done nothing else. Yeah, she really got trapped. Because it's still going on. Is it really on TV yeah, still? Yeah, still, it's still going. That TV show started, I think, my first year of teaching. Yeah, that show is Eternal. Oh it's the new Simpsons. But also, are they still all like dating each other and all of them are the patients all the time? Because that was the weird part about that show. Uh, Shannon, who was my co-host previously on my other podcast scream 101 check it out your original podcast it is about horror movies actually um i'm gonna pretend to be like your jealous new girlfriend okay great oh don't talk about that that was in the past okay well (laughs) uh then this is super awkward because this first episode is actually airing on the two-year anniversary of when scream 101 started (sighs) how dare you i know i'm so sorry It's so inconsiderate don't, of me. don't want to be associated with that podcast. I know. But anyway, before Shannon moved to Seattle and ditched my podcast, Ugh. she watched all of Grey's Anatomy because I think she was prepping for what Seattle was going to be like. Well, what better way 
yeah. than to watch a terrible nighttime soap. Yeah, and I think that's how it is. Like, they date, and then they're patients, and then they keep dying, and yeah. some of them come back as ghosts or something. Yeah, and Catherine Heigl's there they're for part for of it. for too long. <laughs> There's a musical episode. Is there? It's just covers of, like, how to save a life. <laughs> I think that pl- song played in every episode. Yes. <laughs> I Well, the thing is, I was looking at her click through Netflix like a mindless zombie, and I was looking at all the episodes she was watching, and every episode title is a song title. Oh. And I pointed that out to her, and she's like, oh, I didn't notice. And I'm like, well, I guess music is your not your thing. But they, I mean, that was, I watched that show the first season, um, and I was like, wow, this is really great. It was like sc- Scrubs, but like a little heavier. Yeah, but like way more funny too. Way more funny than Scrubs? I'm kidding. Scrubs <laughs> is the best. <laughs> I, I got confused by what. Ugh, I'm dumb. Sorry, I didn't anyway, know where I was going with that. So, so. yeah, it uh, that that um it, that first season I thought it was great, and then it like became a hit, and then they couldn't figure out what to do next, and it was like, well, we'll have them date, and then we'll have them date, and then that person will break up with that person, and, and I was like, I'm out. Yeah, I think someone got in a helicopter crash and like yeah. oh, got yes. their leg cut off or something. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. Anyway, I don't want this episode to be two hours long, so I'm gonna do my number ten. Okay, good. Which is I know we I knew we said we weren't gonna do like these really popular movies that were super famous and well crafted and like Oscar winning and stuff. Yeah. But uh, my number ten is American Pie Two. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I love the American Pie movies. Do you really? I really do. Now, how many Oscars did that one get? Uh, that one got zero. Oh. But it was robbed. It got, okay. It should have gotten best 13 screenplay. nominations. Yeah. Um, I honestly, I I really enjoyed those movies. I watched them all with Shannon, actually, um, oh. in our freshman year of college. Okay. And I love college movies, which American Pie 2 kind of is because it's like the summer after college. Yeah. Yeah. And those movies, have you seen them? I have. I've seen, I think I've seen, I've seen one. Okay. Because I was in college when that came out. Mm -hmm. So we were in its wheelhouse. And then I saw two because it was a couple years later. Yeah. That's fine. You don't need to have seen the other ones. Yeah. But American Pie, the franchise, rises and falls with how much they give Allison Hannigan to do. Mm-hmm. As the band geek Michelle Flaherty, yeah, she is comic dynamite in American Pie too. Yeah, she's really good, and she actually has a really solid character arc. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I find interesting about the first two American Pie movies is that even though it's so much about sex, can I say that? On I this? think you can. Okay, I'm. I mean, I doubt my son's going to actually listen to this. Okay, yeah, <laughs> d- not twenty minutes in, <laughs> we haven't mentioned Captain America yet. Well, now he's back in. Oh, great. Perfect. <laughs> well, he skipped around that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's very much about that kind of exploitative, like, high school raunchiness. Mm-hmm. But I genuinely feel that the female characters have their own agency and their own character. And that movie is, the first one, is very much about finding out that these people you want to seduce, or, like, that these vixens are actual human beings. Yeah. With the exception of Shannon Elizabeth, who yeah. is never anything but... Like eye candy, yeah. But American yeah. Pie Two is funnier, and Alison Hannigan gets more, gets more to do. Yeah, it's great. I love it. Yeah, no, that I mean, I I do like the way that movie ended was great. That like all these guys are like set on hooking up, and then they all have like these kind of yeah, like intimate, intimate romantic connections. Yeah, other than Stifler's mom and what's his face. I mean, 
I'm never going to complain when Jennifer Coolidge is in a movie. Yeah, she's great. She's so she's good in so that. She's so good. Yeah. There's a lot about that movie that's really great. Um, and I feel like I know somebody that everybody called Stifler. But uh, I think anyone who was alive in the 90s knows a Stifler. Yeah. Um, it. I mean, it was a really fun movie. I think I ended up seeing that because it was right. It came out right at the same time as Blair Witch. Yeah, they're both the same year. And I, I think they were like right in the same. And I went with some friends and we tried to sneak into Blair Witch because they were sold out. Oh, like, we'll be able to sneak in. And it's uh, it was a multiplex, but they had a security guard at the door. Oh, yeah. Like, so we bought tickets to Muppets from Space. I that movie could have been on my list. That's a great movie. Uh, the the little prawn guy is my favorite. Yeah, Pepe. Yeah, Pepe the prawn. Um, but we uh we tried to we like came around the corner, saw the security guard, and we're like, I guess we're seeing Muppets from space. And then we walked in, and we were like twenty minutes early or thirty minutes early for the movie. We were just sitting there looking at each other, and we're all uh-huh. like, it's like I was the youngest one, and I was twenty, and like <laughs> it was my two older like one. It was a uh girl I was with that was twenty one, and then the guy was twenty two, and I was like, what are we doing? And we all worked at a kids' camp together, so it was really like not at all what we wanted to be doing. Yeah, like we wanted kid- fodder to talk to the kids about. No, the opposite. Okay, that's the thing. Um, by the way, camp counselors. Uh, never mind. That's a whole other thing. But <laughs> so we were like, "What is this?" So then I was like, "Let's just go ask if we can go see another movie." So we went back to the front, and I was like, "We changed our mind. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna go see American Pie." And then that had a bunch of time before it. We did stop into Wild Wild West. And I've I was, not seen that one. Nor should anyone. Yeah. I was laughing so loud that my friend Jenny was like elbowing me hard in the ribs. <laughs> like, people paid money to see this. Stop mocking it. And I was like, nobody's enjoying this. Like nobody's happy they spent money on it. It was bad. It was I'm going to sound real dumb, but is that the one with Will Smith? It's Will it? Smith and Kevin and there's Klein. there's like a giant mechanical spider or something? Yeah. I mean, that's at the very end. Yeah. That's, that's all I know That part it. is famous because I guess that was like one of the producers w- was working on another movie and he had an idea for a mechanical spider. <gasps> oh yeah. I heard that. It was like story. for, for like the Superman movie that Nick cage was going to be in or something like that, like mm-hmm. that. And then they were like, well, we're not going to make that movie. And he's like, put a mechanical spider in this one. But it's <laughs> in the old West. How could there be a mechanic? <laughs> so it was a weird, yeah. Steampunk thing is a bizarre anyway. So, and then we ended up at American pie and that was, that was a fun, it was like a fun yeah. night. Those movies, <laughs> Thank That's you, the Alexa. second time Alexa's done that when we've been recording a podcast. Really? She did it during the Ghostbusters episode. Oh, I forgot. And we and you can't hear her in the in the podcast. You just hear us laugh and go, "What was?" Oh, that? okay. So maybe that will yeah. happen again. Yeah. Um. But yeah, actually, Dave was on Screen One Hundred and One. He was on our Ghostbusters episode. Yeah. That was like the ships passing in the night. Yeah. Or something. What's your number nine? Number nine. Uh. Number nine, I have Silverado. That I we actually talked about that the other day. We did. Which the listeners don't know, so tell yeah. me about it. <laughs> um, so Silverado, if you don't know it, it's a it's a western from the '80s, and it's done by Lawrence Kasdan, and it's just it's like big sweeping, but it's a lot of fun. Like it's not a serious western. There's a lot of humor in it. Okay. Um, which I think is why I like it. I think we'll find that most things that I like have humor in it. I don't like heavy stuff. Um, but Me you know, the, but it's got like really good, like the Western kind of stuff that you want to see in a Western, but there's a lot of real fun, real fun performances. Kevin Klein, um, my uncle. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. 
Um, he it was a good joke. It was a solid joke. That was a that was an eight. Um, <laughs> out of eight. <laughs> out of eight. Uh, he. <laughs> He what's weird about it is it's like this kind of like fun romp, but he plays it very straight, but in kind of a fun like it's I don't know he's he's really great, um, and Kevin Costner is good in it. Kevin Costner is the comedy re- comic relief, which sounds terrible. <laughs> like that sounds like I'm like I'm like telling you how bad the movie is. Like Kevin Costner is, but he's funny and he's it's like before he became Kevin Costner, he's still like a young he is like the young character. Um, and Scott Glenn is in it, and Danny Glover, and Brian Dennehy is one of the bad guys, and um, who's the guy? Jeff Fahey's in it. Whoa. As, you know, blue-eyed, creepy-looking guy mm-hmm. that he plays in everything. Um, it's just great. It's really fun. Like, I I think I have it. We should watch it. It's so good. It's okay. so much fun. We'll just, okay, pause the podcast, yeah, and we'll uh, watch that two-hour and 30-minute movie. Anyway. I mean, we could just sit in silence and yeah. leave the microphones on <laughs> with Silverado quietly in the background. I mean, if you haven't seen Silverado and you've ever wanted to see Jeff Goldblum in a Western. <laughs> this is not the time for me to talk about <laughs> how much I dislike Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> I, one of the teachers I, uh, I worked with when I was student teaching, um, we were talking about acting techniques and the one that I was more trained in he always said, like, I, I never liked that. And then I taught some of it to the kids. And afterwards, he was like, oh, I really like that. I I thought it was more like, you know, like Jeff Goldblum. And I was like, yeah. What does that even mean? No. What Je- is Jeff Goldblum's acting style? Stammering? No, it's Jeff, uh, um, J- Jeff, uh, um, yeah. Gold, um, bl- Bloom. Jeff yeah. Gold, um. Do you um, notice the last part of his name? Uh, no, what was it? It's my name. It's like a flower, right? Yeah. But it's also spelled the same as my name and the name of that other thing you don't want to talk about too much you mean my company <laughs> blumhouse <laughs> yeah but it's blumhouse uh, uh. pretty sure it's not <laughs> okay. because i work there <laughs> okay but there's no such word as blum anyway uh there's no such word as bloom <laughs> <laughs> okay okay Moving um, on. my number nine is run lola run it's a german action movie have you seen it i have started it many times okay i own it that's actually very much in keeping with the Run Lola Run mythology. It kind mm-hmm. of starts and stops a whole bunch. Right, I know that. My my parents recommended it to me, and I it's like I I have to pay it too close attention. Uh huh. Because you got you got to read it. Well, and you have to be watching because it she it's the same thing over and over, right? But it changes. Yeah, it's a like a butterfly time. effect yeah, situation. Yeah. So you have to be paying attention to notice the differences. Yeah, it's it's just it's this super high octane thriller that keeps restarting but it completely changes the context of the entire story and it presents like three three or four different options for mm-hmm. this girl who needs to get a bunch of money in like 20 minutes or else her boyfriend will be killed right and it's just this incredibly adrenaline soaked but also like interesting mm-hmm. aesthetic it's very it's very weird in German. Yeah. Um but that actress is incredible too. Franca Potenta. Yeah. Who oh, she's been she was in the the Bourne movie. Right. I was going to say that and they totally wasted her. Oh yeah, she like she had this kick-ass action movie she did and then they're like, "Let's put her in a kick-ass action movie." And she'll stand next to him and be like, "Ah." Yeah, she'll like sit in that house and <laughs> hug him or whatever. Yeah. Kind of worry about him a little bit. She cuts her hair or something. I don't yeah. know. Well, she recently came back into the public eye. She was in The Conjuring 2 as this like doubting scientist of ghosts or whatever did you just refer to the conjuring 2 as being part of the public eye because who I don't uh know it made so much money dave oh, whatever no one saw it 
that so it was just me then? <laughs> yeah okay it's great just you okay fine what's your number eight eight okay let me open my um okay uh and i couldn't decide between this and um it's kind of partner movie but i went with snatch okay um, what was the partner movie uh lock stock and two smoking barrels oh yeah guy, Ritchie. guy Ritchie's duology <laughs> yeah and um, I mean, they're kind of the same movie twice. It's uh-huh. the same idea. I love heist movies. I love things like that. I, um, I really, you know, he, I don't know if he invented that style, but it was the first time I'd ever seen anything like that was um, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Um, I'm going with Snatch more because I saw it in the theater and I just, I like ate up every moment of it. Good. Uh, I love Brad Pitt in that movie. He's so funny. I don't know if you've seen it. Have you not seen it? I've seen half of both of those God, movies. You're so annoying. I'm sorry. Look, I think as we get higher, I'll probably know more of the things. You might not. Look, I am familiar with Guy Ritchie. <laughs> yeah. He was with Madonna for a while. Yeah, that was that was a I, weird thing. Well, and a lot of his movies have been garbage, but yeah, Snatch is really fun. Um, it's really fun. It's a good movie. Yes, a lot of fun stuff in it. I can confirm that half of it is a great, good movie. You would have watched the other half if you liked it. Maybe I don't remember what is so long ago. No, um, but you're getting old now. I know I really am. But <laughs> I heard that his he just did that King Arthur movie with Charlie Hunnam that nobody uh. saw. I heard that it's very much in that same style of dialogue and everything. Yeah, that's the problem with him is like even I kind of like the Sherlock Holmes. I liked the first one. Kinda. Yeah, it was it was fun, but it was still like why why first of all why can't I hear Robert Downey Jr. in that movie? Why is he mumbling the whole thing? <laughs> My dad asked me, he was like, is that a thing? Like, uh, does he do that in every movie where you can't understand what he's saying? And I was like, I mean, he keeps his mouth pretty closed when he talks, but you can understand him. Yeah. In that movie, you really can't. He's like, <laughs> the accents. You should really, hey, Robbie, you should be uh, audible. That's my thought. Uh, and hopefully we'll get a sponsor from audible.com. <laughs> But not yet. My number eight is actually also a pair, which is why I asked about your other movie. Oh, okay. Um, there are two movies in different genres that have the exact same story nugget. Ooh. It's The Sixth Sense. Got it. And Ghost Town with Ricky <gasps> Gervais. I love Ghost Town. It's so good. It's one of my favorite movies. It, yeah. The, those, these are the two movies that when I watch them, every time I will cry. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I'm not like a man. I'm not like resistant to crying but most of the time when watching a movie i'm like oh you're trying to make me cry i'm yeah. not gonna do that yeah but both of these movies i just sob like a baby um <laughs> i'm so, that's so funny that you said that like you look at the movie and you're like it's trying to make me cry because i could probably make a top 10 list of m- stupid ass movies that i cry every time at. oh yeah what's the one about ice skating Ugh. uh Blades of Glory. <laughs> Not that one. That would be Ice funny. Ice Princess. No, the one. Oh, it's from the early 90s. Like the cutting edge or something. Goon. Nope. <laughs> anyway, it's really bad, but I. it was like in a constant rotation uh-huh. on one of the movie channels for a while. Every single time I'd get choked up and they did it. Aww. So I'm such a sap. Anyway. <laughs> Okay, so but Ghost yeah, Town and, and Sixth the Sixth Sense. Sense. They're both about people who can see ghosts and right. end up like helping them achieve their unfinished business. Yeah. Um, there's, I mean, I love Tony Collette, who plays the mom in The Sixth Sense. Yeah, she's very good. She's incredible. And she has a scene, like that. The Sixth Sense is a family drama with ghosts. Yeah. And she has a scene with 
Haley Joel Osment as her son where he kind of like reconciles his gift to her and like gives her a message from her dead mother and it oh it gets me every time yeah. it's too much and then there's like a gross ghost outside the window but I don't care about yeah. that um, and Ghost Town is hilarious it's yeah. one of the most genuine romantic comedies about someone who's not conventionally attractive because mm-hmm. most of the movies you're like that you'd be like why does Ricky Gervais end up with Taya Leone who was beautiful yeah. and that one you actually kind of get it yeah because the characters are so well mm-hmm. drawn. Yeah. I just really like those movies. It's really, it like, that was a movie that I think really suffered from ad campaigns. Oh, yeah. Because it was like, it's a zany comedy. But it's like kind of really low key. Yeah. Great soundtrack. Yeah. That's the movie that got me into The Beatles. <laughs> what? Because I'm Looking Through You, which yeah. is still my favorite Beatles song, is in that movie. Mm-hmm. It's a good song. Um, th- there's a proclamation that everyone's gonna argue with i'm looking through you is a good song i said it's my favorite beatles song i know but i'm like the beatles are pretty good oh okay (laughs) oh okay controversial i'm really going out on on a limb there um well go ahead not every beatles song is great so i agree with there is definitely a variety of opinions you can have yeah like but that's one of their big ones it's so good let's go anyway do you have more you want to say about that, or do you want to do your number seven? I don't know. All right. I'll do number seven. Is that where we're at? Yeah. I just okay. want to maybe speed it up a yeah. little bit, because I don't want to waste everyone's time, including yours. Yeah. Um, Memento is my seven. Yeah, I have seen that one. Yeah. Um, Guy Pierce. Yeah. Not Guy Ritchie. <laughs> Not Guy Ritchie. Um, I just confused their names, because their names are Guy. That's It's a great reason. You're yeah. welcome. Was, that's guyest. <laughs> You're right. You're I'm working guy-est. on it. I'm working on myself. This is a process yeah. that I need to go through alone. Uh, I mean, for that, it's I just it's incredible. Yeah, it's um, how, how do you make a movie like that? Movie how, that's told in like ten minute segments in reverse. <sighs> like that's so. It's so complicated to mm-hmm. make that story work. Yeah, but it does. I still don't know if I completely understand the ending. I get caught in one of those, one of those, it's one of those things where I'm like, oh, I get it. And then I think one more thought and I'm like, wait, no, wait, oh, wait, ah. And then you I'm lose like, it. Yeah, wait, hold on. Like when you're in math class and you're like, oh, I get it. Wait, nope, don't, I got it. Nope, don't have it yet. It's not too hard. <laughs> yeah, like you just, yeah, you think your way out of it. But yeah, I, God, I love that movie. That was so cool. And I, I really like, I like all the movie. Nolan. Yeah, every movie he directs I think is cool i like his style gonna check out dunkirk if uh, (laughs) i don't know sorry i can't figure that i don't know what's happening i feel like i'm missing something and i haven't watched the trailer i'm like did i black out for 30 seconds no the thing is dunkirk is a really famous battle in england yeah americans do not care about dunkirk right I guess, yeah, the, the image of the, like, regular people getting on the tugboat or whatever and being like, we're going to go out. And I'm like, why why are they going there? And then why is um, Tom Hardy flying over their heads? And then what's happening now? And the dude from One Direction is there for half a frame. Is he? Yeah, Harry Styles is in it. I assume he gets exploded real soon. He <laughs> must. The movie. He must. Uh, but, yeah, my number seven is... Another one from Stevie Spiles. Okay. It's Jurassic Park. Ooh, good one. I love Jurassic Park. 
It's a good movie. Again, another controversial statement yeah. from Cast Party. Yeah. Um, Jurassic Park. Pretty well done. <laughs> I liked it. Special effects were pretty good. Yeah. No. <laughs> groundbreaking special effects. Oh, my God. Great story. Fun characters. I can stomach Jeff Goldblum in that movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's perfect in that movie. Yeah. It's his best role. I think. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen a lot of his early stuff. So, Like Earth Girls are easy. I've seen that. All right. So you're good. That movie's a thing. Yeah. It's a movie. I feel like I've watched that movie like 10 times and I don't know why. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, part of being from like being a child that from split up parents or whatever, my, I think both parents rented it and then <laughs> re-rent it. Like back when you'd go to the movie store and be like, what do they have? Oh, they don't have anything tonight. I don't know. And then you'd look in the, the picks, like the people that work there. And I swear to God, my mom rented Earth Girls Are Easy more than once. I don't know why. <laughs> It's all right. Yeah. All right. Look, I don't I don't got to explicate why I like Jurassic Park. So no. what's your number six? Number six. How long have we been recording? 38 minutes. No, why are you rushing us? I just, okay, fine. We can keep going. Look, I just, I don't think I have anything groundbreaking to reveal to the world about Jurassic Park. No. Oh, no. I, my thing was going to be that I left that movie and I literally was shook. I was shaking. Oh, I was yeah. so scared. Part of it is my mom is a is a very active. Uh, well, like when she gets scared at a movie, oh, she so she riles you jumps. up. Yeah, she jumps and makes noise. Uh, so it was kind of like seeing it in 4D or whatever. Like it was <laughs> something was right next to me jumping all the time. Okay, this is a controversial one, and Star okay. Wars fans are going to be upset. Okay. But I have, as my next movie, The Force Awakens. Oh, okay. I thought you were just going to say Star Wars and it was a joke. But <laughs> no, I agree. That is the best Star Wars movie. I know. Sorry, everybody that likes the originals. I We like the new one better. I like the first two a lot. Mm-hmm. But this one has actual characters? What? Played by actual actors? Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Sorry, why do you like it a lot? What appeals um, to you about it? I mean, I think those reasons. Also, some of these, it's like I'm going back on like kind of the experience I had watching them because that is a large part of what like entertainment is. It's an experience. And the experience that I had watching that movie was so joyful. It was the day after Christmas. And my family, um, uh, since I live in Southern California now, um, I do Christmas morning down here and then go up for Christmas night and I spend that at my dad's house and then the next morning we wake up at my mom's house and we pretend it's Christmas day again. Oh, that's a, it's a real groundhog day situation. Yeah, and because I love Christmas morning at my mom's house. I always did that growing up and now my son does it with me and you know it's it's been a tradition for kind of a long time now. Um before my son even and uh and we used to go we'd take the ferry into San Francisco and like oh. go to a nice restaurant. Um, and we've stopped doing that because that's not as fun for Jack to like get on a ferry and go to a restaurant. <laughs> yes. So we've we've altered it a little bit. In the last couple of years, we've gone to movies and we went to Force Awakens and my son was sitting in my lap watching the episode seven of a series that when I was a kid, there were rumors like people would be like, you know, Star Wars, it says episode four at the beginning. So that means there's three before it. <laughs> 
And you'd be like, really? <laughs> and then I got to college and they made them and we were so excited to see them. And, and then that happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we went and saw them and we were like, oh, well, that's not interesting. So, but then for my son to get this new movie and it was so much fun. It was everything I oh, yeah. wanted it to be. And I know that, I guess the criticism was like, oh, it's they're just redoing everything from episode four. But who cares? <laughs> who cares? Every movie's redoing some other movie. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, but yeah, I I mean, I just enjoyed it so much, and I I felt like I was on like just the best ride. Yeah, it felt like a ride. It really is. Like when that scene where the, uh, yeah, the is it the Millennium Falcon? I don't remember. Yeah, she's flying, and like they go crazy into an old crashed. Spaceship. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this is amazing. It was so much fun. Yeah, and um, Oscar Isaac. Yeah, is a gosh dang movie star. Yeah. That role is nothing, but he makes everything out of yeah. it. Yeah, that's. I mean, he really is dynamic. It's it's, to, yeah, yeah. No, look, it's got a diverse cast. They're all very good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's one of those movies that has way too many villains because they're setting up a bunch of other movies. Um, because you know you got Adam Driver as n- new Darth Vader or whatever. Yeah, and. I liked him. He was good. I did too. Yeah, but then you get uh, Donald Gleason, who's the ginger guy, who's yeah. like his next in command or whatever. And I was like, I'm not prepared to care about this character, and yeah. I still kind of don't. But he gives that Nazi esque speech before they turn on the weapon in mm-hmm. that movie. He his face transforms. He's yeah. so good. I you know I I may need to watch it again. I don't think I remember that I know, part that, that well. scene. He's incredible. Yeah. You know that you know that. What? That he's a his dad is Brendan Gleeson. Yeah. Yeah. I felt really stupid when I found that out. I was like, why is this Donald Gleason everywhere? Like what does he got going on? Oh, his dad's famous actor mm-hmm. and he's pretty good. But And like, he was he was in the Harry Potter movies. He, he was, was. He was one of the older Weasleys, right? Yeah. For twelve seconds at yeah. a time. They really did not do Bill and Charlie No, they did not. They did not do them service. They're like those are characters I really wanted to see after I read the books, and I was like, "Oh, they're just gonna skip them." Got it. Yep, great. They don't, got a, don't have that much time. We got a Peter lot of Jackson. Percy. We got a lot of Percy, though. We, we really did. And All right, he was terrible. Yeah. Anyway, um, moving on. Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna talk too much about my next one, so I want to say one more thing about Star Wars. Oh, good. Is that what I really like about Star Wars? Is that it is a sci-fi movie and it has all this futuristic technology, uh-huh. but it's so old. Everything in Star Wars is really dirty and scuffed and used. Yeah. And it just feels like this world you can step into. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Like the the f- I mean, I know technically it's in a galaxy far far away. A long time ago in a galaxy far far away, but uh-huh. but a lot of futuristic movies there's no past to the future. Yeah. Like you go into the future and everything's perfect. It's like, but where's the past? Like Yeah, it just how did it get there? Star Wars has a history. Yeah, you can, you can see it. You can see it. You can see all the scuffs on the ships and oh, the. So cool. Yeah, it's really, and that's. I mean, that goes back to old Georgie Poo. Oh yeah, for original. sure. Yeah, that's the best thing about that movie. Yeah, I still. It's so weird to think that that was such a phenomenon, and when you like, like if you were trying to explain it to someone that didn't know what Star Wars was, they'd be like, "Okay, so what is it?" And you're like, "Uh, it's like a movie about some people like out in space." Like, yeah, you'd have no. And it's like it's kind of like an old-fashioned western mixed with a this and a that, like a swashbuckling yeah. situation. Yeah, I mean it's it's so original, I guess, and yet it I don't know. 
I don't I part of it is weird for me because I grew up and they already existed. So yeah. I wonder what it would be like to live in a world where Star Wars didn't exist and then to see it happen. Like how it changes. Yeah. That would have been interesting. And I know that like I was really into it. Why did it sound like those people were inside? Um, I was really into it as a kid, but like kind of because the toys were cool. Yeah. And like, the action was cool. And then I think I've told you this, that like we they re-released the movies when I was in high school, like in the late 90s as like a like 20 year anniversary. I think. Yeah, I remember that. And so we went to see episode four in the theaters and we waited in line. We had this mm-hmm. great movie theater for it's actually where I saw Force Awakens. Um, and we waited in line and we were just a big group of guys and we were like, this is going to be so great. And I remember the movie ended and I was like, wait, but where's the part where Darth Vader cuts off his hand and says, I'm your father. <laughs> <laughs> and Oops. I was like, oh, that's the second one. Yeah. There's a, this l- is the end of the first one. This is not the first, like the first one just kind of, it's like they blew up the Death Star. Yay. Yeah. There's a lot and of lore that is just not present yeah and then they like graduate or whatever they, they get, get the their weird, medals yeah they get the medals and, and chewbacca doesn't yeah and then he roars yeah. yeah you know my perfect impressions that was good uh my number six i'm gonna talk about real quick because it is it's the most pretentious entry on my list okay good. i just had to it's it's a spanish movie mm-hmm. from 1988 it's called women on the verge of a nervous breakdown okay you've been talking about this a lot lately. yeah it's from a spanish director named pedro almodovar mm-hmm. who i think because before I got into film, I'd heard of him, like, in passing. Yeah. Like, he's been nominated for Oscars and stuff. He directed mm-hmm. Volver, which Penelope Cruz got a nomination for. But yeah, Women on the Verge of a Nervous Breakdown. It's a Spanish comedy that I highly recommend everyone check out. It, It's crazy. It's got all this setup, and it's very much this beautiful art film. But then the third act is just this crazy, hilarious farce with a bunch of drug-laced gazpacho, and it's hilarious. Who's in that one? Uh, Antonio Banderas is in okay. it as a young young man with very curly hair, and a bunch of Spanish actors. Okay, I feel like I've seen something with him in it. I don't think it's that though. Law of Desire? No, it's a comedy. I've seen him in a com- but it might have been Penelope Cruz in a com. I'm just ignore me. I mean, Almodovar worked with both of them a whole bunch. Okay, because I saw something in college that was very good and fun and funny, and it was like kind of romantic, and I don't remember what it was. Was it Spanish? Yeah. Was it Tie Me Up, Tie Me Down? No. Okay. Then I don't know. I'm sorry. I can, I can use the IMDb app. Yeah. Well, okay. cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I just really, really appreciate that movie. Mm-hmm. And it it's probably his masterpiece next to Volver. Volver is his modern masterpiece. Right. And that's his like 80s masterpiece back when he was kind of just starting. Mm-hmm. So what's your, uh, what's the next one? On you, for you. <laughs> it is very warm in this room. My brain is melting. Is it that warm? I can. No, I'm just warm. Okay, I can uh, open the. Oh no, opening the door would be bad. I guess I can turn on the AC. Really? Look, the the audio integrity of this yeah. podcast isn't like the most important thing in the world to me. Okay, so well, let me know which one you want. Um, I'm really, I'm okay. Okay, I'll number live. five, and I think this might be a little out of order. This okay. might be higher up on my list, but it's the Fellowship of the Ring, Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring. Okay, never heard of it. Okay. Yeah, it was a small indie film. Uh-huh. From Piotr Jackson. <laughs> um, no, obviously, you know, Lord of the Rings, that yeah. was the first, like, film craze phenomenon that I was aware of, because mm-hmm. that was, like, the turn of the millennium. Yeah. And I was seven, okay. eight when it came out. Yeah, I was just out of college. 
fun. Yeah. I, uh, so here's the thing about that. Um, so I had a really great fourth year, fourth grade teacher who read us the Hobbit. Ooh, that's awesome. And I loved the Hobbit. Mm -hmm. I loved it. And so when I found out there were three sequels to the Hobbit, Mm -hmm. I went out and bought those and I was in fifth grade and I tried to read one and I got about 10 words in and I went, I don't, I don't understand what's happening. Mm -hmm. And I didn't get it. And I was trying to figure out where Bilbo was. Um, so those books, I had the set of books. They sat on my shelf from the time I was five, five, ten. Fifth grade. Fifth grade. Uh, I was, no, I skipped, I skipped five Congrats. grades. <laughs> I was the smallest kid in the fifth grade. I bet it, you probably still were. I wasn't. Oh, great. No, there were kids that, I was never the smallest. Okay. I just stopped growing early. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, but I was, I was among the smaller kids. Um. But uh, with Lord of the Rings, so I had those books on my shelf. I came home from Italy, and I was super jet-lagged, and my sleep cycle was all off. And so one of the first nights I was home, I read the first Harry Potter book. Uh-huh. Um, and I mean that. I read the first <laughs> Harry Potter book in one night, and I was up all night. And I was like, well, this is too interesting. It's keeping me awake. Mm-hmm. So I wanted a book that was more boring. Okay. And I was like... I'm going to try reading Lord of the Rings because that's the densest book I'd ever tried to read, you know, because I tried to read it when I was in fifth grade. So, Mm -hmm. and I could get through it, but it, boy, did that help me sleep. Um, But the movies were coming out like right around that time. So I was trying to get through the first one before I saw the movie. Oh, (laughs) that did not happen. (laughs) I fell asleep a lot in the middle of the day. (laughs) <laughs> like you that, should you should write a blurb for the front cover of the re-release yeah, of the book. Put me, but I fell asleep a lot. Like half Mike the Will book, in a book. Half the book is describing people being so tired they can't stay awake. <laughs> so you it's like authentic yeah, if you're walking a lot. Yeah. I mean, he describes in so much detail the journey, but nothing happening. Just like and then they went up the cliffs of Crabus player <laughs> crab town yeah and you're just like i don't know what any of this means and i i mean i was getting all the characters mixed up so then i went and i saw the movie and i was like oh that was cool and then i was able to finish the book because i kind of understood what was happening better yeah, you, you have a visual link to yeah. who people are and what they're doing um i was reading that book at the same time i was first uh dating my ex-wife so i was okay i would come down to long beach to visit her and i'd bring a lord of the rings book and she was like, you threw that book across the room so many times. <laughs> so I'd be like, God, this is so frustrating. By the third book, I figured out that it, you have to read it like a history textbook uh-huh. and just skim, 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 skim. Oh, here's a cool thing. I'll read this part. Skim, 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 skim. Like you just be like, I don't know what this means, but it doesn't matter because I know. It's fake history in a fake yeah, world that will yeah, yeah, never yeah. be relevant. Yeah. So, I I mean, I missed out on probably a lot of details, but I didn't care about it. I just wanted to read about the, the fights. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I love that movie. And, and the movie... Um, ended up being something that, like, when I was working, uh, you know, I uh, got done with college and I was going to grad school and I was working during the day and I just had no social life. And, like, on a Friday night, every once in a while, I'd have the house to myself Ooh. and I'd, like, put in the first, like, put in, you know, Fellowship of the Ring. I'd get a glass of white wine and I'd sit there and I'd be like, this is it. This is amazing. This sounds lovely. Yeah. So... I I have the the Blu-rays now and I haven't watched them yet, 
because I'm like, oh, I want a night to myself. And then I try and I'm like, I can't sit still anymore. Yeah. <laughs> can't sit still and watch them. I, I had one of those nights back when I was in my Long Beach apartment. Mm-hmm. I sat down with probably a glass of water. Yeah. And I watched American Psycho 2, All-American Girl with Mila Kunis. Yeah. How'd that go for you? It's not as good as The Fellowship <laughs> of the Ring. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway. So that that's is my Lord of the Rings thing. Good choice. My number five is a sequel. It is a fourth movie. It is. Wait, let me guess. Okay. Um, American Pie 4. N- American Reunion <laughs> is like n- number 11. Like a okay, jet. No, okay. I, that movie's not so uh, Let's see. Let's see. Uh, Revenge of the Nerds 4. I don't think I, they made I one. I don't doubt that they made a fourth <laughs> one. I don't think they did. I probably went direct to video. They made three, at least. Did they? Yeah. Jeez. Okay. Um, no, th- it's a it's it's a more current movie, but not necessarily a more current franchise. Mm. Iron Man four. That's not a movie. Go, Go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. It's Ahmed Amex Fury Road. Oh yeah. Okay. <sighs> that movie was incredible. Yeah. It's a film long chase scene, which mm-hmm. is normally not my style. But there's so much packed into the little details of mm-hmm. the set design and the acting and just literally everything about that movie. And it's a world. And it's such an incredible visual high octane experience. Yeah. Have you seen the other ones? Yeah, I have. Did you watch them before you saw that one? I did not. Aha. So it, it keyed you back into the originals. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I watched those when I was a very young child. Okay. I'm you- kind of horrified that. That was a thing that happened in my life, but yeah, it's intense. I don't really remember them at all. No, the I I have a friend who loves all of them, and especially the first one, which I'm not a big fan of. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Road Warrior and Beyond Thunderdome, I think, are Road Warrior is just fantastic. Beyond okay, Thunderdome yeah. is fun and silly. Yeah, that's what I remember that one. I I remember being really excited for that, and then watching it and being like, "This is really weird," and also. I think in that moment realizing I don't think I understood the road warrior. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm. Uh, so does it go, wait, what's the name of the first one? Mad Max, Mad Max. And then the road warrior and then, and then Mad Max beyond yeah. Thunderdome. Okay. Well, cause the road warrior was the first Mad Max movie that came to America. Okay. That's why I was confused. Yeah. I thought that was the first one, but they, I see. Yeah. Because George Miller, he was an EMT in Australia. Okay. Um, I might be wrong. He was an emergency room doctor. He was a medical person of some kind. Wait, so does that mean that now because you got a film degree, can you go go be a doctor? Yeah, I can be an EMT, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, But he made made Mad Max for, like, no money in Australia. Right. And it became a hit, as far as I know. I'm not like... Mel Gibson? Yeah, Mel Gibson was in it. Um, Young Mel Gibson. mm -hmm. Yeah. But... So then the sequel came out, and he had more money, and it was uh-huh. a great film. So they sent that to America. They were like, here, take this. And mm-hmm. it was like a recap of the first movie in the first two minutes. Mm-hmm. So you don't need it. And then the other one came by where it's like, you know, Mad Max is here still. But Fury Road was the first one I saw. My roommate loved those movies. And so she was, like, going to go see it for yeah. sure when it came out. I... The plan was, because we were going to actually meet Shannon to see Pitch Perfect 2 later that night on cool. its premiere. But my other roommate was like, before that, I want to see Mad Max. Mm-hmm. And I almost ditched out of Mad Max to go see Pitch Perfect 2. 
which would have been a terrible decision. Um, How long ago did Pitch Perfect 2 come out? May 2015? Okay. It was the same day as Mad Max. Okay. Because, well, I'm feeling like, because you were the person that made me go, okay, I have to see this Mad Max movie, because you were like, it's amazing. Yeah. And I felt like that was like five years ago. No, it was two years ago. Two years ago. Okay, because... Give or I'm, take. I'm I'm kind of blown away by the Pitch Perfect franchise and that it's a franchise. So I think that's what was going on in my head right then. I'm sorry. But uh, anyway, I ended up seeing both. And Mad Max was, of course, way better because that is a masterpiece. Yes. But yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's my favorite Charlize Theron performance. Mm-hmm. And, and that includes the Oscar wins and nominees. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um. But yeah, that's going to be the most current movie on my list because generally in like favorite movie lists, I don't put new movies because mm-hmm. they need time to kind of percolate. But yeah. that one, I'm already there. I already yeah. know. I love it. Yeah. I feel like there's probably something that that I'm missing and I'm going to be so – like there's going to be a movie that like tonight I'm going to text you and be like, damn it. We'll put it in the next episode. Yeah. Um, okay. Are we moving on to the next thing? Yeah. What number are we on? Uh, four, four. Okay, my oh, number going four. Backwards, <laughs> like whatever. Oh yeah, we started at ten, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that would be weird if we were going in reverse order and I didn't realize it. Like I started with my number one movie and I was like, mm. well, because you said they weren't super in order. Yeah, they're not. Like I don't know where this one goes. Uh. Uh-huh. Um, this was one I thought of kind of at the last minute. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. I love that movie. Yeah, it's probably the best Marvel movie. I think so too. I think so. Yeah. Iron Man, the first Iron Man's pretty great. Well, yeah, well, that was that was what started everything. That yeah. was the lightning in a bottle. Yeah, the fact that that movie that Iron Man worked at all is kind of amazing. I still, bleh. anyway. Um, so yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy, I love it. I think, I mean, it's funny because I think it's out on my TV stand over there right now. I'm sure it is. Oh yeah, I think I see it. Um, but that, I mean, my son loves it. I love it. Just what a fun movie! It really, it's it's a four quadrant movie. Yeah, like no one should have a terrible time watching that movie. Yeah, I, the only people I can think of are like my grandma didn't like. Yeah, it. like my parents, like my my mom would probably love it. My dad would probably spend the whole time being like, "What's happening? Uh-huh. Who are these people? Why are they?" Because he wants like a whole. He wants to really understand it. When there's a lot of stuff in those kinds of movies, you just have to accept like. I don't know who all these different races of people are. I don't really understand the story with the green lady. Yeah, Gamora. Gamora. And her sister, Sodom. No. The you know, biblical cities. No, that's not her that's not her name. Nebula. Nebula. Played by that one Karen lady. Gillen. Yes. I'm obsessed with her. She's great. Because she's, she's amazing in that. And then did you ever see the the T V show called I think it was called Selfie or something? I saw the first episode. That show, I thought that was she was really good in that. She was. I did not like that you show. Didn't like that show, but uh, I love her. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, I mean, it took me a while to figure out that it's Pygmalion. That it's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's Henry Higgins, and I was like, wait, these names sound familiar. Hold on. Um, and I thought it. W- I I think that show got better after the first one. Okay. Well, I I'm willing it, to allow it, it that, but I didn't see it. It got canceled one. real early mm-hmm. because of the terrible name. 
Oh yeah, it was it was just ill advised in general. The like, way it was yeah, advertised. It was, and it was a much deeper show than just like look how dumb she is, which is how they advertised it. Oh yeah. Um, but she was she she got her start or at least started getting noticed in America because she was in Doctor Who for a right. while, and she was also in a horror movie called Oculus that was really good. That's one where somebody got an eye or something from a dead person. No, no, is that a different movie? I think What's you're Oculus? thinking of the eye? I don't know. Oculus is about like a haunted mirror. It's kind oh, of okay. a silly concept, and it was more of an indie movie, so it wasn't like huge. Does anybody say Oculus Repairum? No, that's okay. Hermione. Okay, in I think Chamber of Secrets. It is. Um. Uh. No, I think it's the, the first one. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I think she says it in the second book, but the first oh, movie. Boy, you are. Anyway, yeah. so... <laughs> so, Guardians of the Galaxy, great movie. That's a great movie, yeah. Great movie, really fun, exactly what I want for a movie. Fun, 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 fun. And Every a moment. great soundtrack. Great soundtrack. Great soundtrack. Um, my number four is... Actually, it's the second most recent movie on my list. It's 2011's The Muppets. <sighs> is that a good hump? Or it a is a good hump. hump. It's okay. A, it's a movie... Um, any parents out there will understand this. Sometimes you introduce your kid to a movie and you really like it at first, and then you hate it by the end because uh-huh. they watch it nonstop. And that yeah. was in Jack's wheelhouse for a while. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we, I saw that movie way too many times, and it was kind of on, like, I can't even watch Back to the Future anymore. That's oh. one. Of, that's up there with my like childhood favorites. But Jack just killed it for me. He watched it so many times. It's not his fault. He's a kid. They like to watch it over and over. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure I did that to my parents with a lot of stuff. But uh, I love that movie. It's so, so good. good. Yeah. And because I love the Muppets. Yes, you do. Very much. And I, I do too. I have to admit. Yeah. No. The th- I, okay. Who's your favorite Muppet? I lo- the Swedish chef I love. Oh, man. He's really great. Um, I don't ever think of him as being one of the Muppets, though, because he was uh-huh. always on a separate segment. Well, I like this. Like, because Kermit's great, but he's the straight man. Like, yeah, Kermit is like Mickey Mouse. Like, everybody associates it. He's like the figure. Yeah, or but he like, doesn't ever do anything. Or like uh, Alice in Wonderland, who's the least interesting character. Yeah. Um, and I like Gonzo because he's weird. <sighs> I'm a Gonzo guy. Uh huh. I was a. I always loved Gonzo. And I also had a weird moment in college where one of my professors, like, referred to me as Gonzo. Ooh. He was like, and then Gonzo over here, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what the hell's happening? Why did he call me Gonzo? And I was like, does he know I love Gonzo? <laughs> does, do I have a big nose? What's happening? And then he said later, it was I was wearing a blue plaid shirt with blue jeans. Oh, okay, you blue, know. But it was like, like Gonzo. So, yeah, you know, I was all blue. <sighs> but, no, I love the first, the original Muppet movie. Yeah. Especially Gonzo's song in that movie. It was like. This looks familiar. <laughs> Vague. Like, please leave me alone, Gonzo. Yeah. But um, that's I think that's why I like Muppets from Space because it's about Gonzo. Yes, 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 yes. He's the lead character. Yeah, and he's trying to figure out who he is and what he is. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, and but the thing is, I like the 2011 Muppets movie more mm. than the original. Yeah, which. It's probably unfair because the original has like the cameos in it. I don't know everyone in that movie because they're all seventy stars. Yeah, it really is. It's like I know Steve movie. Martin. Uh, yes. How do I? Oh, wait, never mind. Okay, just forget I said that. Okay, great. Um, it's <laughs> a really dumb moment on my part. Go ahead. Okay, the but the the twenty eleven Muppets. Mm-hmm. I I like movies that are self aware. Also, mm-hmm. it's very much a movie about 
the resurrection of the Muppets and them trying to come back into the public eye. Yep. And it handles that in such a fun way that connects like new fans, which I was at the time. I didn't know about the Muppets when Mm -hmm. I first saw it with like the nostalgia fans. Like, cause in the end, Kermit and Miss Piggy sing rainbow connection. Yeah. And I was watching that movie and I had tears in my eyes, but I'd never heard the song. Oh, I just, I could feel how important it was Mm -hmm. to everyone in the movie and in the audience. And I was like, this is incredibly emotionally powerful yeah. and I don't know what it's from. And that's crazy. Now I do. And it's even better. <laughs> yeah. I, I love, I love that. Mm-hmm. Their ABC show is gone too soon. C- did you yeah. ever watch that? I, I, uh, I loved it. Okay. Yeah, but it, it, it was like one that I just couldn't, I, I, I had a hard time making it a priority. Okay. Yeah. You know, like it, it kept falling to the back, but I thought it was brilliant. It's the office with the yeah, Muppets. It's so, uh, it was or t- plus 30 rock, like the, yeah, behind the scenes. no, it was totally, it was like right up our alley. It's so good. It was like, Hey, Brennan and Dave, would you like us to make a show for you? Yeah. Like Here's, a Muppet show for adults. Yeah. A Muppet show for adults. That's exactly what it was. And I think that was the problem is nobody could figure out what it was supposed to be. Yeah. And the, th- cause people were mad because Kermit and Miss Piggy broke up. But yeah. Miss Piggy's terrible for him. Yeah. They're not a good couple. <laughs> that's the point of them yeah. is that she's the worst. Yes. And poor Ker- Actually, I was so happy that they weren't together. I yeah, hate me her. too. I hate Miss Piggy. Like, end by association, Frank Oz, even though it's not his fault. You hate Frank Oz? No. Okay. Well, I kind of don't like... There's some movies he directed that I'm like, oh, Frank, pick up the pace. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Oh, Bowfinger. <laughs> you have Steve Martin and Eddie Murphy, and you managed to make a slow movie. Yeah. Holy crap. Also, the the heist one that he did, the score, I think it's called. Uh, I don't know about that one. Um, it's know. just Robert De Niro and Edward Norton and Marlon Brando are all in it, and what? it's slow. Frank and Oz, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Miss Piggy, I'm okay with her, but... Yeah, she's the worst. I don't know. Most of the main people, I don't really... Also, uh, do you have... Ki- th- okay, so, like, Miss Piggy, like, she's terrible, but it's supposed to be funny. Uh-huh. But I can't see the humor. I just yeah, am like, she's awful. Yeah, she's But you're supposed to terrible. laugh, like, oh, she's such a diva, and, like, you know, wait, Mwah! and all that stuff. And I'm uh-huh. like, Well, I don't up, think Piggy. you respond to that kind of character. No, I can't stand it. Yeah. I'm like, Which she's not allowed to be mean to... Be- Why is she mean to everybody and no one says anything? Somebody speak up to her. Yeah. You know? I just... Stand up to her. I just live with it and watch the other Muppets yeah. like Pepe the King Prawn oh who is God. also awesome I follow him on Twitter he has a Twitter account I'm gonna follow that as soon as it's we stop so funny I retweet him all the time because he has lots of words of wisdom God he's so great I wish I could do I think one of my roommates in college had a little bit of a Pepe impression and mm-hmm. I was so jealous this is the thing <laughs> about being someone that was like I was doing sketch comedy in college so like everything to me was like can I do an impression of that character mm-hmm Oh God! I wish I could. I wish I could do that voice. That voice is so funny. Oh, he is great. Um. Yeah. Okay. What's your number three? We're okay. Getting closing in on the. So, tops. we were talking about how much I hated my list. I just edited it while you were talking. Okay. Great. Thanks for listening. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, real I was closely listening. to what I was, I was listening, but I realized. Um. So I had that weird like hiccup that happened where I was like, "Oh, I can't believe." Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's what it is. No, nope. you'll nope. understand <gasps> when I get to my number one. But okay. I. I was thinking about like my the people that I just love okay. in movies and like and Kevin Klein is one of them. My I uncle. love Kevin Klein and everything and peak Kevin Klein is A Fish Called Wanda. Yes, that movie's fantastic. And the character that he creates in that movie 
there are so many it's a you know he won best supporting actor so i don't need to like look at me i chose something that won an oscar uh-huh um but he's so freaking funny and his stuff like how dumb he is and the pseudo intellectual thing and like when i was a kid i thought he was funny because he shouted funny words and Uh things and i had no idea by the way i saw that movie when i was a kid did i mention that my parents no censorship saw r-rated movies from the time i was very young and look how i turned out fine Um, (laughs) so but he you have a podcast now i yeah i'm a big deal um he's that character there's so many levels and it's so funny and just like nuanced and i love it and i'm so excited i'm burping um (laughs) he uh the you know his whole thing where he like is speaking a language and he's like but he's not saying anything in the language Mm -hmm. he's just saying food or whatever and like that stuff is so brilliant um so uh he like I just love that movie. I love that movie. I it's that's a movie I've rented. I rented a lot. Oh yeah. Um, and I love Jamie Lee Curtis, which is how I got into it. Yeah, she's yeah, yeah. She's, she's really good in that movie. They made a second one, all of them together. What? They what? made another movie. Okay. And it's called Fierce Creatures, and it's very stupid, but also very funny. And some oh, check it out. Some other great Kevin Klein stuff where he plays. Um, the plot, I'm going to say the plot of a movie on a podcast. This is happening. Uh, okay. So there's a zoo in England. And, and Matt Damon buys it. Nope. Nope. He's not there yet. Uh, that's later. Uh, okay. so, um, it's like, it's get, it gets taken over by this major corporation. Okay. And the guy that runs the corporation is like, who's the guy that runs Fox? It's like Rupert Murdoch or whatever. Yeah. Australian. So it's like this Australian okay. jerk. Okay played by kevin klein great but he plays like a much older guy in it and then he also plays his own son who's the idiot like loser son that can't do anything right so um john cleese is hired as the new director of the zoo okay and they have this initiative that like they only want fierce animals because that's what people want okay so all the cute animals in the zoo have to go Oh and, no! And so he like collects all. He's like, nope, gotta go. Not fierce. And then the, you know the zoo keepers are all trying to convince him, like, ooh, look how scary this. Ooh, it's scary. <gasps> and they even act out like there's a scene. Oh, where okay. Like, it got attacked by the sea lion, and they're like all this really <laughs> funny stuff. Um, but he like uh, he collects all the animals, and then like he, uh, it's it's just great. It's great, and it okay. goes on, and they're all very funny in it. It's just kind of a silly plot, but. There's a lot of it that, like, there's a lot of really smart, like, John, because John Cleese wrote it again. Yeah. There's a lot of smart John Cleese commentary because they, like, the dumb son starts getting sponsorships for all the animals. Oh, so God. Like, there's a tiger walking around and it has a sign draped over his back and it says, like, absolute fierce. <laughs> and the poor tiger's walking around with a sign on it. And, oh. like, and then he's, what does he say? He's like, oh, this is Billy Joel's turtle or something. No, Bruce Springsteen's turtle or. Oh, my I God. I don't remember. There's just a bunch of really really dumb things and like i i loved it and there's lots of fart jokes which i like great i've not heard of that movie i want yeah, to check you, it you out should, yeah it's it did not do well well it was like it it's not as good as fish called wanda but if you love fish called wanda you'll kind of like great it. okay yeah. cool i do and love fish jamie called lee wanda. curtis is in it she's great yeah yeah um my number three yep is from 1997 it is called romeo and michelle's high school reunion oh good 
It stars Lisa Kudrow and Mira Sorvino as people who live in California and have done nothing with their lives. Yeah. So at their reunion, they pretend that they've invented post-its. Oh, God. And, ooh, it's that's another movie that I think the comedy is very low-key, mm-hmm. but also incredibly wacky at the same yeah. time. And... Alan Cumming. Oh my god. So funny in it. He's so funny. There there's like their final scene together is one of the funniest, most explosive scenes in mm-hmm. s- comedy cinema. Yeah. Um but yeah, I just I think Lisa Kudrow is like a comic mastermind. She really is. She's incredible. Yeah, she's a genius. And I I just love that movie. Yeah. I like high school I like high school and college movies in mm-hmm. general. College a little bit more. Yeah. But just those characters and the way that it centers on just this really genuine female friendship is something mm-hmm. that didn't happen a lot back mm-hmm. then. And it's so good. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah. I mean, how about like this stupid thing lately that we're like, women can be funny. I'm like, what? It's like a doy. <laughs> also, it's been happening for 50, 60 years where female leads are whatever. I'm 50, 60 years, probably a lot. I didn't do any math before I yeah. said that a long time. It's been around forever. Um, and like now what I was just thinking of is like Mira Sorvino came on the scene, mm-hmm. won an Oscar right away. Brilliant in a Woody Allen comedy. Yeah. Then just one terrible movie after an Oscar winner, Mira Sorvino yeah. in the movie where – giant moths or pretending to be people or whatever mimic yeah that, that was we, a guillermo del toro movie yeah that an early one so, <laughs> yeah woof. and but like she's so good in that too mm-hmm. she's great like hmm maybe she should have been doing like fun comedies with people this whole whatever where is she mira i don't know where are you mira sorvino <laughs> also where's her like her dad too that's weird it's a weird thing that she was like the daughter of Paul Sorvino. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't make the connection. You didn't? Paul Dumbly. Sorvino is her dad. Uh, well, she when she won her Oscar, they like cut to Paul Sorvino crying like a baby. Aww. Just like big, you know, big fat Italian guy with, That's with great. tears everywhere and sweat mixed in probably. Yeah. Because he's a big fat Italian guy. <laughs> Sorry, big fat Italian guys. Anyway. So my next thing is extremely related to my last one. Really? Yeah. Um, that's just funny. I don't know that this is the, like I said, I don't know about the order, but uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Mm. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Uh, my friends and I in middle school, um, a friend of mine had the VHS copy and we watched that so many times. Um, and then I got my own DVD of it and I found out like a lot of things in the movie were different colors than I thought they were. <laughs> Because the transfer from VHS to DVD was a big improvement. Um, But I just, I mean, I learned so much about comedy, about characters, just silliness. I love how silly that movie is, but there's so many, the callbacks and, oh oh my God, it's so, I mean, it does have the worst ending ever in any movie. It's weird. It's it's like how when a movie is that silly, how do you end it? Where you do you can't. end? Especially because it really is just a bunch of sketches tied yeah. together with that basic framework. Yeah. So there's no 
there's not really a plot. Mm-hmm. So they're just like, it's over. Yeah, the police arrested them. Yeah. Right? Isn't that what happens? Yeah, yeah. it's kind of funny. Yeah. Because they like, killed that historian or whatever. Yeah. But it's still kind of like, no, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just doesn't work. But everything else in that movie is so fun. I mean, I think there's one other part of it where I never really laughed. I don't remember is what it, it is. Is it the castle of sexy ladies? Uh, maybe. No, I thought that that is funny, um, because anything that uh, is it Lancelot, whichever one John Cleese is in, is funny to me because he comes in and he's like, "Ah, "Get us back, back!" (laughs) Yeah, he's fighting them like they're and um, I did always feel like sad for uh, Sir Galahad or whoever that is that is like gets there and they're like, "We have to all make love," and he's like. And John <laughs> yeah. Cleese comes storming in. No, 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 we gotta go. Home. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, but just a little bit like that. Um, no, I think there's one other thing. There's like some tale of something that I I didn't like, but you know the the she's a witch scene. Oh God, it's so and the, so brilliant. The the peasant guy talking about the monarchy. Yes. Like, oh, that might have been the thing that I didn't like when oh, I was younger. Okay, I now like that part. it's very funny. Now that you know a little bit more about. Like, yeah, but history. I was just like, why is he babbling? Um, and then in the back, if you watch in the background, they're like farming mud. They're mm-hmm. not doing any like, yeah, there's that's a really big thing to me is how often there's something really funny happening in the background that they never the camera never zooms in on it. It's just happening mm-hmm. and they don't ever acknowledge it. You know, there's the like weird people beating cats in the background, yes. like that stuff. But that one, that's one of my favorite because whatever they're doing is so silly. Like they're out there just picking up mud and making a pile out of yeah. it, I think. Um, there's so much like that. And I, I mean, I used to, my friends and I, it's really funny cause I wasn't friends with other drama kids, but one of the things we did when we were in like middle school, early high school, we made a bunch of really silly movies. Oh, great. And we stole a lot of that kind of stuff. There was always some silly thing. And like, if I ever made a movie for a class project, it, it was very, like there was always inconsistencies in what I was wearing and I was change between every uh-huh. cut. So that my ca- my character, whoever I was, I was always wearing a different outfit, it, and it would get more and more exactly. You know, in one shot I'd be normal, and then the next shot I'd have like a snorkel and a mask <laughs> on. It's really dumb, and I never acknowledged it. Never, never said anything about it. Just did it. Just yeah, you know. that's 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 that style of humor that could only exist in movies because mm-hmm. you have to cut away to something. Yeah, and it's so funny. Yeah, and that actually ties in my next movie. Okay, but I don't think we're ready to transition yet. Okay. I mean, I uh, I just I think that movie is the best. I, it's so funny. Um, that's why it's so high on my list. Oh yeah, no, it's very influential for me. That movie has stuck around for a reason. Yeah, it's hilarious, and it's so like it's the culmination of everything that Monty Python did. Yeah, because their sketches could be on and off, mm-hmm. like all sketch shows, but that movie was mostly on. There are people that will argue that Life of Brian is better. I like Life of Brian. I'm I get bored a lot in that movie. Mm-hmm. I there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that I don't find funny. And it, like it's just like oh, okay, I get it. And the idea behind it is great. And then there's some really silly stuff. But there's a lot of parts where I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. It, <laughs> oh come on, Holy Grail is Holy the Grail. Holy Grail yeah, it's, of film comedies. Yeah, it's really God. It's just nonstop. Although my number two uh-huh. is another non-stop really wacky comedy yeah. it's airplane oh that's so funny because i was just thinking about airplane when i was talking about the stuff in the background yeah that's airplane another one is 
I think my first favorite movie because okay. I watched it pretty young. Yeah. And it's the only one that's stuck around mm-hmm. that a movie that I loved when I was a kid. But now as an adult, I have so much more context for everything that's happening in that movie. Mm-hmm. Like, one, I didn't know it was a parody of anything. <laughs> yeah. Which most people nowadays still don't know about, like, the actual movies. It's right. directly parodying. And it's it's parodying a whole style of movie. Yeah. But, like, yeah. Go ahead. No, but there there's, like, a an adult scene I didn't understand. But there's, like, just... The co-pilot one? Yeah. Which, it's yeah. fine. It's I whatever. It. But... By the way, love that every scene in the 70s and 80s that has to do with sex ends in someone smoking a cigarette. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know what that is. I don't know why it is a thing, <laughs> but boy, was it a thing. <laughs> yes. And it was like the standard. It was like, this is what happens. First you do this, then there you smoke a cigarette. And all you had to do after that was just show a character smoking a cigarette. I was like, we know what they yeah. just did. It's amazing. It's, you know, you gotta you gotta relax afterwards. Yeah, it's like a shorthand for that. Anyway, go ahead. Um, but it it engages in one of my favorites, a lot of my favorite styles of comedy, like just the really wacky. Mm-hmm. Um, what am I thinking of? The like hyperbole of yeah. like that weird guy in the office who's like, uh, "There's a sale at pennies." Looking at the newspaper. Yeah, that guy's weird. Yeah, I love him so much. I know that. What's funny is like he's one of my least favorite parts because I'm always like. To me, it's so out of place. It almost feels like it's because uh, the rest of it's played so serious. Yeah, but then he does that, and you're almost like, did he just improvise? Did he just run on screen? And like, I always feel like he's just trying to pull focus or whatever. Yeah, he's not. It's great. It's a great break. I stuff, especially as a kid, I loved him. Yeah, he was what drew me in. But it it does that comedy of just setting up a totally completely normal scenario, and then. Instantly subverting it. Yeah. Like when, um, what's his, Ted Stryker, is that his name, uh-huh. the main guy? Yeah. Um, He's like, I have a drinking problem. Yes. And <laughs> he keeps just throwing the yeah. liquid over his shoulder, and it just totally reverses what you expect. I still use that joke. Anytime I spill a drink. Yeah, it's go, so good. It's so perfect. And there's a part that I never thought about but keeps coming back to me recently mm-hmm. is um Leslie Nielsen as the like gravelly doctor. Yeah. Um they're in the cockpit doing mm-hmm. stuff to save the plane. It's like in the high octane finale. Yeah. And he opens the door and he's like, I just want you to know we're all counting on you and like good luck out there. Yeah. And he closes the door. But then later on he comes in and says the exact same thing. Uh huh. And then after they land he comes in, he's like, I just want you to know. We're all counting on you. <laughs> good luck out there. <laughs> and it's just so random yeah but it's just making fun of how serious it all is yeah i love that movie yeah i that's one i need to watch again it's been so long um yeah that's another one that was pretty formative for me that same thing where there's levels to the comedy there's something going on in the foreground and in the background if you're not watching you're gonna miss it yeah on the third or fourth watch you might go wait those guys are carrying a thing and that's really funny whatever yeah like literally um in the opening scene like the people who are saying like the white zone is for parking yes. and unloading only. Like just that thing yes. escalates to such yeah. a weird degree, but it's not drawn attention to. Yep. Just you just keep going. Um, one of the things about those movies is what I felt was like the biggest bastardization of that was the like scary movie franchise mm-hmm. and that whole thing where it was like, we're going to do a send up of everything, but they would just take the plot of a movie play it really seriously and then have like 
a dumb, silly thing happened in the middle, but it was never like, you know what I mean? Like it, 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 no, it, I, it didn't I, fit. And I, it's like for years I've been trying to figure out like, what was the difference? Because airplane was essentially, they took those airport movies and kind uh-huh. of took them and all boiled them down. But they're, those aren't funny. Well, scary movie didn't seem to understand what, what scary movies were about and what mm-hmm. they were doing. Yeah. Well, number one, the plot it was parodying was Scream, which, which was is, already a parody. Yeah, it's a satire. Satire, yeah. And um, it's just they're just not funny. Like, yeah, and it's a lot of pop culture references that yeah assume that you'll laugh because you get it, but it's not a joke. Yeah, there's no jokes. It's I recognize that. Yeah, and like there's a couple moments where they're kind of making fun of the actual movie. Like I remember, you know, there's in the scary movie, like I think Sean Wayans does a thing where he like he's it's the part where he's like what wait there's more and he spits a bunch uh-huh. and i think matthew lillard in the original scream like oh, spits yeah. a bunch because he's so into it and it's like that's that's funny that's a little detail from the movie they picked up on uh-huh. but everything else is just like what's happening this isn't like there's so much opportunity to make fun of stuff in scary movies granted like S- scream was sending those movies up a little bit and be like well, uh uh don't get me started. I won't. What's your number one, Dave? My number one, and this is where that weird outburst comes okay, from. Okay, finally. You said, you said Steve Martin. Okay. And I was like, oh, Steve Martin's my hero. Yes. In every way. Um, I want, if there's one person on the planet that I could meet and have like a real conversation with, not just like a, how do I be like you, con- but uh-huh. just like hang out with, have a, have a cup of coffee with or whatever, you know, like. And somehow I wouldn't experience any nerves and he would be totally open to talking with me. It would be Steve Martin. I just, I admire him so much. And so uh, I went with my favorite Steve Martin movie and now I'm, as I'm saying it, I'm kind of regretting it, but um, I was going to say The Jerk. A great movie. It's great. But now I'm thinking maybe L.A. Story. I love L.A. Story. Cheaper by the dozen. Not that. Definitely not that. Yeah. I. That's a really awful thing that's happened is uh my hero you know later in life i guess it wasn't as interesting for people to see a steve martin written thing so he's just been in these dopey bringing down the house and yeah cheaper by the dozen and they're all so bad and it's like no you guys need to go watch something from the 70s and then you'll understand no don't do that but la story i love the romance of la story i think i'm gonna go with la story even though i i mean the jerk is very influential for me that Dude, really influenced They hate me. these cans. Yeah. Like so many scenes and, and that the silliness in that. And and that's like what, you know, when people ask me what my favorite movie is, that's kind of my knee jerk reaction. But I'm starting to think, is it? Well, whatever. L.A. Story is beautiful. Okay. I think it's beautiful and it's a little schmaltzy. Um, but what does he say? You know, uh, romance. Oh, damn it. I don't remember. Love does exist deep in the heart of L.A. or whatever it is. Um, but yeah, maybe the jerk. I think the jerk. I think I'm just trying to be cool when I okay. say LA Story. But I love LA Story. Anyway. You know one of my favorite yeah. movies? Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid. Oh, that's brilliant. It's hilarious. It is really hilarious. I can never get through the whole thing because it's like it. It does it's too long. Yeah, it gets bogged down a little bit in all of its like yeah. super inventive. Yeah. Like mixes with the actual movies. Yeah. And the mystery makes no sense. No, it doesn't. It just doesn't hold it. It's like, it's a movie that probably didn't need to be a full length feature. No, but I like so much of it. Yeah, it's so it's, funny. It's a great movie. It is really funny. Anyway. <laughs> okay. My number one movie we actually already talked about also. Okay. Is Scream. 
Oh, that's my number. I Scream is the movie that made me who I am today. Cool. Scream is the reason I like horror movies. Mm-hmm. Scream is the reason I like movies. <laughs> yeah. Or decided to go to film school. Yeah. Wes Craven is and always will be my favorite director. Okay. Um, well, because Scream was just, it's the perfect entry point into mm-hmm. horror. Yeah. Because it's sending up all these old horror movies. Mm-hmm. You don't need to have seen them, which I didn't, because they're such a part of the cultural consciousness of what horror is. Yeah. It's like, oh, a dumb blonde cheerleader answers the phone and someone's chasing her up the stairs. Mm-hmm. And it's so clever and it's it's so funny. Mm-hmm. But still simultaneous, like it's a send up of the genre, but it's still really scary. That movie is so good that Jamie Jamie Kennedy became a uh-huh. thing. Yes, that guy's never been funny or good in anything else ever. Uh huh. That movie was so good, and the and he played that he was so perfect for that character. Which what a brilliant character! Oh yeah, the horror movie expert. I relate so much to, to have Randy. the Brennan Klein in there. Yeah, telling them like, look, there's a, this. We're in the horror movie. Don't do these things. Yes. And then he does one of them, right? What does he do? Uh, <clears throat> Well, he drinks. It's not like specifically. Oh, I thought he like went, he like go, he says, I'll be right back or something. And then he dies. Oh, well, okay. Uh, spoilers, I guess. Yeah. He survives the first one. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's uh, right. Because not him. Cause Matthew Lillard making fun of him is like, I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Matthew Lillard is so good in that movie. Yeah. He's hilarious. Johnny and Depp's doppelganger is really good in that movie. Skeet Ulrich. Yeah. And I I have this unreasonable love for David Arquette that comes from Scream mm. because he's great in Scream. He is pretty good. His his um inability to get through a moment in a movie without like his face scrunching up <laughs> yeah. and it works perfectly for that character but boy boy is he not able to do anything else. Yeah, that that was a movie that like Lightning struck for most of those people. Yeah. And it found them the perfect place to be. Yes. Matthew Lillard has been okay in some other stuff, but yeah. yeah. I just, I think he's incredible in the final scene of Scream. Mm-hmm. In that part that you were talking about being yeah. parodied. Yeah. And he's like, um, what was, what was it? Um, I think they, they find out that the police have been called or something. He's like, my mom and dad are going to be so mad at me. Yeah. There's, yeah. Uh, I uh, yeah, that movie really scared the crap out of me too. But, but I'm kind of a sissy when it comes to that. No, well, think look, I I've seen so much stuff. I'm such a jaded veteran at right. this point, and that movie still scares me. Yeah, that's it, weird that I'm so affected because it's not, it's never like blood and guts that gets me. It's it's images, and in that movie, it's like the way that mask looks. Yeah, freaks me out. Oh, it's so good. I love. Mm. The, that voice that's uh, Roger Jackson who played Mojo Jojo in the Powerpuff Girls. Okay. Um, that's I don't a lot of info that's that I'm not going to ever understand. Okay. Um, the the kids out there, you know what yeah, I'm talking yeah. about. Um, it's just such a perfect confluence of all these things. Is that the whose 90s. voice comes out of the mask? Yeah. Okay. Like over the phone. It's like, yeah. what's your favorite scary movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't do impressions. That was pretty good. Thank you. Um... Yeah, I just love that movie so much, and it's kind of the reason I'm here. <laughs> yeah, that that's good stuff. Yeah, I actually I got to meet Wes Craven because he came to my school to speak mm-hmm. at a horror class that I was the yeah. TA of, 
mm-hmm. and I'm so happy I did because he, he passed away two years ago yeah. at this point, and that was like celebrity deaths don't usually affect me very much because yeah. like, I don't know this person. It's sad, but that's the one where like it, it hit me because he was my role model uh-huh. and this figure that I actually got to meet, and he was super nice. Yeah, and he's just this incredible filmmaker, and he's made some terrible movies, but mm-hmm. he always has an idea that he's working with and he's so intelligent yeah because he was a professor before he was a filmmaker oh really yeah he taught humanities in the mid-east somewhere should i know what humanities are Uh, i don't know i feel like i should because the building that i teach in at canyon really says humanities on it it's something i don't really know what is it it was like english too so yeah he, he does whatever but um i actually I was writing for Arrow in the Head, which was a horror news website at the time, yes. and I actually got to write Arrow in the Head's obituary for him, mm-hmm. which was a super sad experience for me, but really cathartic, too, so I I'm bet. happy I got to do yeah. that. Anyway, that was... Speaking of Arrow... Well, I'm confused. Why is a horror website called Arrow in the Head? Because I would think it would be a comedy one, because Steve Martin, yeah, Arrow in the Head. Yeah, I... I don't know. Okay. I don't work there anymore. <laughs> yeah. I just, well, because we were just talking about Steve Martin. And then, as you said, celebrity deaths, I re- realized how affected I was by Robin Williams. Oh, yeah. And that's another one of my heroes, and I don't have any Robin Williams movies on there, so. If you had, a like, a um, an honorable mention. The first one that comes to mind is Good Morning Vietnam. Good, I said that also. <laughs> Vietnam. <laughs> Vietnam. Good Morning Vietnam, which... I don't know how he didn't win an Oscar for that movie. No, I forget he's really who, good. In that. I forget who won that year, but I remember being. It was like my first experience with like how much I hate the way the Oscars go. Uh huh. Um, because you know he was funny, so he couldn't win the Oscar. God, that's a good movie. Mm-hmm. And he's he's one of those few comedy actors who could do drama too. Well, he went to Juilliard. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, he was like an actual actor, and then he was struggling so he started doing comedy there's a lot of controversy with him about like stealing people's bits and stuff i don't know eh. i don't really love his stand-up that much i've watched no. it and i'm like ah this is too much um and like you know later in life when he'd go on a talk show and it was like watch him riff i'd be like that's too much you're a little over the top uh uh-huh. it would kind of wear me down but boy that when he in the 80s he that guy was just what a force. And, oh, yeah. Uh, and um, he's from where I'm from. And so, like, I ran into him a few times in my life. And, like, he's just, he was such a nice, like, everybody liked him so much. He's a kind man. So, um, yeah, he's one of my heroes. I'm trying to think. I bet there's another Robin Williams movie out there that I, I watched Popeye, like, a million times. <laughs> That's not, that is, what a weird Robert Altman and yeah. What is going on? Shelley Duvall. Yeah. Mm. That movie's really weird. Yeah. It's really silly. And the Robert Altman, everybody talking over each other thing does not work. <laughs> With Popeye. Yeah. All right. Well, we got yeah. to the end of our list. Did I, you yeah, have any, did you want to add one more on to the end? No. Okay. I think I'm good. I saw you jot something down at one point. What was that? Oh, I, I just wrote down, I wanted to watch Fierce Creatures, the movie that you were talking yeah. about. So I made a little note to myself okay and here oh here's here's where i can practice saying the end credits of our podcast okay cool because we're drawing to a close we are a proud member of the pod people network 
um check out our other shows including scream 101 which i'm also on mm-hmm. um our twitter is cast party pod we have a facebook but i haven't made it yet so okay. i don't know what that is we have a twitter we do we That's will cool. i mean i it exists i took the name but i haven't okay. done anything with it yet we can tweets yeah and um do you have a twitter dave i do do you want to plug it or do you not want people to find a twitter uh, my twitter sucks okay I should have more fun with it, but it usually is just me, like, after having a couple beers while I'm watching a Warrior game, like, being mad at referees or something, so. All right. Well, if you're you into could, that. It's at Doc Bloom. Oh, I don't think I follow you, actually. No, nobody really does. I, I a couple know. of students have found me. I kind of keep it a secret just because I'm, like, embarrassed by how how dumb I am about it, but it, maybe if more people follow me, I'll, I'll try harder. Yeah, you, you have the eyes of the nation. Watching. Well, and the reason I started it, well, one of the reasons was I wanted to follow comedians, but then I, like, every once in a while I try to write, like, a little joke, a jokey joke, so maybe yeah. that'll work. Cool. All right, I just followed you. Yeah, at Doc Bloom. And I'm at It's Raining Brins on Twitter. Oh, that's me. You got the it's, notification. Yeah, I just got it on my Apple Watch. Oh, we're living in the future, man. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we have a Twitter. I'll... That's happening. You can email us at castpartypod at gmail.com. Cool. I don't know. Suggestions for topics or whatever. Um, if you want. I don't know. I'd, I'd be so amazed if we got like Twitter stuff and emails. I feel like no one's ever going to listen to this. So no, I'd be look, happy if someone does. Yeah. I have an email for my other show and we've not gotten a single email. <laughs> um, but Twitter is pretty solid. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to build this network and mm-hmm. drive people to the other shows because we're yeah. running commercials for all our other shows mm-hmm. like on the end and whatever okay um and that'll be fun what else is there oh our theme song is good day by tally hall off the album marvin's marvelous mechanical museum yeah everyone go buy that album it's so good it is and they're so nice for letting us use it yeah i can't I, it's crazy that a band that i'd heard of is letting us use their music yeah and because that that song we both got into at the same time because there was a kid who was a senior when I was a sophomore who yeah. really loved Tally Hall. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of why I reached out to them because I was thinking about my like high school drama experience. And At Adam Castro. Yeah. I don't think that's his Twitter handle, but I don't know. That's Thanks, how Adam the kids Castro. do it. If you're listening because Dave tagged you or like yeah. you saw it or something, thank you. Because yeah. he probably heard the theme song at the beginning and was like, mm-hmm. this is probably me. Actually, he would. He would be a fun guest. He would be. We're probably going to get guests at some point in the future. Mm-hmm. Haven't planned that far ahead yet. Yeah. Um. One of them may be seven. <laughs> what? <laughs> Maybe Jack. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I would love to have Jack on the show oh and talk God. about stuff that seven-year-old kids like. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. But yeah, our, our future stuff, we're coming out every two weeks on Mondays. And the next one should be a little more freewheeling like just about yeah. a topic and not so much a list yeah i um, mean maybe a little shorter um maybe a little shorter more freewheeling than this whole yeah moly. more tangent this was it was it's a bit of a trek but it's a fun conversation to yeah have. we should have done a top five maybe because we i thought of yep we should have but it happened anyway thanks so much for listening and i'll let dave take it away with our classic sign off that we do every episode hey man Don't poop your pants. It's been Dave and me, Brennan. (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs) Don't poop your pants. (laughs) This episode was brought to you by Pod People Productions. To find more episodes of this show and others, please visit podpeople.me. It's podcasts for the weird at heart. 
Hi, I'm Brennan. And I'm Sergio. And we're the co-hosts of Scream 101. Which is? Your premier podcast for horror movie reviews. Tell me more. Every month, we watch four horror movies based around a certain theme. Like vampires, aquatic horror, 70s proto-slashers, just different genres. Okay. I'm a huge horror nerd. He is. Sergio is not so much. Everything you tell me goes in one ear and out the other. But he's a very nice young man, and he's willing to come along this journey with me. And we can give you our two different perspectives and hopefully a couple laughs along the way. That's the dream or the plan. Come with us on this journey of joy. <laughs> on this never-ending tale. On this season of Scream 101. Find us on podpeople.me. I have been known to get really loud when I get excited about stuff, so hopefully. Don't worry, I will... Yeah. No, because it'll be here and I'll turn it down. Okay, and also, let's not be exciting. Okay, great. Yeah, let's just have a really slow, really boring yeah. show. Ooh, 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 let's do it like NPR. Okay. Oh, yes. Um, My um, name is Brennan. I really like movies. My favorite movie is uh, Origami Birds Floating Over Glass Water. I hate you. It's a 1956 film by Kishiro Onzu. <laughs> oh, oh, my. Yes, that was good. That was good improv.